the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Bruce Hooley Show on The Answer. And we have every month a new book of the month for you. The February, easy for me to say, book of the month is Bully of Asia by Stephen Mosier. Here's a little synopsis of it. Uh, In a world bristling with dangers, only one enemy poses a true mortal challenge to the United States and the peaceful and prosperous world that America guarantees. That enemy is China, a country that invented totalitarianism thousands of years ago. Problem is now. Their economic power rivals our own, and a lot of our uh, decision-makers, leaders, do not see China as the threat it is. Our former president did. Our current president does not. So get that book of the month by registering for your free copy at 9890answer.com. The book of the month for the month of February, Bully of Asia by Stephen Mosier. I was looking closer at this Guardian story that says major cities across the country cut $870 million from police. That was March of 2021, and that's before New York cut a billion. So the whole idea that Democrats are not soft on crime, what do you need to look beyond your own county borders, your own city borders, to know you're being told a lie in that regard? No, of course not. We had a record number of murders last year. We've had, I think, nine murders this year, and some people go, hey, nine, hey, number's way down. That's great. Yeah, it is great that it's down, but remember, most murders happen during the summertime when people are out and about, not when it's cold, not when it's nasty outside. And speaking of that, it looks like it's going to get much nastier after today's temperatures get up to 50 or close to 50. A strong cold front coming in tomorrow Rain early, transitioning to freezing rain, then snow. Uh-oh. That's how the blizzard started in 78. If you didn't live through that, you might not know that the day of the blizzard, which happened in the middle of the night, it rained. There was snow on the ground a fair amount because we had school canceled that day in uh, western Ohio. Rained, and I thought, ah, going to have to go back to school tomorrow. Ha-ha. <laughs> Wrong Didn't have to go back for quite some time. Don't think this will be that bad, but uh, could make for a nasty going home commute on Wednesday and a nasty getting to work commute on Thursday. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg is uh, not a smart person. Has nothing to do with the fact that she's a woman. Has nothing to do with the fact that she's black. It has to do with the fact that she is self-assured by the platform that she has given, by the adulation that she has received. And she said something yesterday that was categorically wrong and very, very, very stupid. Here's what she said. 
you're yeah. going to do this, then let's be truthful about it because the Holocaust isn't about race. No. No. It's well, not about maybe race. Maybe yeah, no, it's it about a different it, race. But it's it's not about race. It's not about well, race. What is it about? Because you, it's about man's inhumanity to man. That's what it's about. But it's about white supremacy. It's well, about but it's not, it's not about race. But these are two Roma. white groups of people. Mm. Well, How do we have to black people But, see them as white and they but you're missing the point. You're yeah. missing the point. Yeah. The minute you turn it into race, it goes down this alley. Let's talk about it for what it is. It's how people treat each other. It's a problem. It doesn't matter if you're black or white, because black, white, Jews, uh, Italian, everybody eats each other. Well, this is so stupid that she is a grown adult who is herself, from a religious perspective, Jewish. And she does not know that being Jewish can be a faith and an ethnicity an ethnicity without the faith, or a faith without the ethnicity. See, there are a lot of options there, because being Jewish can be a, a, a describer of the faith that you hold, that the Messiah has not yet come, whatever the other tenets are of the Jewish faith. But you can be born a Jew. You can become a Messianic Jew, a Jew by birth or by faith who believes that Jesus Christ was the Messiah. So she's just a fool, okay? She is dumb. She is just ridiculously dumb. And when she and the other shrills on that show purport to be an authority on anything that requires two brain cells to connect successfully. You get what you get. I don't want her canceled over it. I want her to keep talking. Because I don't believe the best way to get rid of bad ideas is to silence them. I believe the best way to get rid of bad ideas is to shine the light of truth on them. But her arrogance and ignorance in saying what she said is instructive. Because... You say, well, I get, the er- I get the ignorance, I don't get the arrogance. The arrogance is that she said it. Only, she, she implied it. Only a black person, in her view, can speak authoritatively on race. You say, well, you might be reading into what she said there. Really? Here she is last night on Colbert trying to clarify what she said in the afternoon. You'll notice she does not apologize. Listen closely to what she says last night. It upset a lot of people, yes. which was never, ever, ever, ever my intention. I okay. thought we were having a discussion uh, because I've, I feel being black, when we talk about race, it's a very different thing to me. Mm. So I said that I, I felt that the Holocaust wasn't about race. And people got very, very, very angry and still are angry. I mean, I'm getting you know, all of the, the mail from folks and mm-hmm. the very real anger because people feel very differently. But I thought it was a, a salient discussion because 
as a black person, there we go. I think of race as being something that I can see. So I see you, and I know what race you are. And the discussion was about how I felt about that. I felt that, that it was really more about man's inhumanity to man and how horrible people can be to people. And we're seeing it manifest itself these days. But people were very angry, and they said, no, no, we are a race. And I, I, I understand. I understand. I, I felt differently. I respect everything everyone is saying to me, and I, I you know, I don't want to fake apologize. You know, I, I was, I'm very upset about, that people are misunderstood what I was saying. Wow. The arrogance in that. I'm very upset that people misunderstood what I was saying. No, they didn't misunderstand what you were saying at all. They fully understood what you were saying. What you're saying was wrong. But what did I say yesterday? The three words a leftist never says. I was wrong. She can't admit. I mean, just slap the heel of your hand to your forehead, Whoopi, and go, I don't know how I missed this, but yes, being Jewish is also an ethnicity in addition to a faith. I, I don't know how I missed it. I'm sorry I missed it. I never have darkened the cover of a Bible. I didn't know that Jews were God's chosen people. I didn't ever venture and spend 30 seconds in the Old Testament to know about all the times that certain nationalities of people were wiped out in order to preserve the Jewish nation. It just it all eluded me. I was too busy reading my script from Ghost or the stupid show prep they put in front of me here at The View. What else was arrogant in her comment there? As a black person, I think about it this way. So, you know, I think about it this way. So, ergo, it is this way. Yeah, it upset a lot of people, but, you know, it wasn't my intention to upset them. Would that work for pretty much anybody on the right? Tucker Carlson says a lot of things that upset people. Do his critics go, oh, well, okay, no worries, Tucker, when he goes, oh, yeah, I, I guess I knew I upset you, but I didn't intend to upset you. Just, there was no acknowledgement there that she was horribly wrong. And the reason, of course, why it's important that she acknowledge that she is horribly wrong is because if you don't acknowledge that she's horribly wrong, then it is a tacit okay for anti-Semitism. She's not going to come out and say, you know, this, this, this attitude that I espoused is a destructive attitude that led to the extermination of six million Jews, and that can never happen again. Because she cannot see past the myopia of her own obsession with her own race. She is a racist because the fate of all other races does not matter to her. She does not have compassion, love, understanding for anyone other than herself or others who look like her. That is the very definition of a racist. Well, the rumors are true. 
Tom Brady is retiring. Tom Brady is announcing on his social media that his NFL career is over after 22 seasons. Uh, His Instagram post says, I've done a lot of reflecting the past week and have asked myself difficult questions. And I am so proud of what we have accomplished. My teammates, coaches, fellow competitors, and fans deserve 100% of me. But right now, it's best I leave the field of play to the next generation of dedicated and committed athletes. To my Buccaneer teammates the past two years, I love you guys, and I've loved going to battle with you. You've dug so deep to challenge yourself and inspired me to wake up every day and give you my best. I'm always here for you guys and want to see you continue to push yourself to be your best. I couldn't be happier with what we accomplished together. Now, I don't know if that's the entire statement from Brady or if there's anything in there about New England, but he obviously spent the bulk of his career in New England, and there were all kinds of rumors about the fact that he did not part on good terms with Bill Belichick. Uh, Brady retires the greatest player in NFL history. Seven Super Bowl wins, three Super Bowl losses, ten Super Bowls. There have been just a few Super Bowls past 50. And he was, I can't even equate what a... You know, he wasn't a bad quarterback at Michigan. He wasn't an average quarterback at Michigan. But he was not a special quarterback at Michigan. But Tom Brady is indicative of what can be accomplished with dedication and with the mind covering things the body can't do. If you really want to laugh, uh, go on to YouTube and search for Tom Brady's NFL scouting combine video. Uh, He does not look like a strapping Adonis-type athlete. He's a pasty, soft, geeky-looking guy who went 199th overall in the NFL draft coming out of Michigan. Um, I have a friend who used to work in the New England Patriots organization. And this was many years ago when Brady was a young quarterback. It was the offseason. Nobody had to be there working out. My friend went into the facility to do whatever job he was required to do in his then low-level position on the coaching staff. He's since ascended to a much higher position. But he, in his office, and he hears like something going on in the indoor facility. Somebody's down there, he goes, he looks, and there's Brady working on his footwork, working up a sweat, doing all kinds of stuff that my friend was like, he's the only guy in there. Nobody else was in there. Nobody else was supposed to be in there. And Brady said to my friend, after they chatted and he asked Brady what he was doing there, working on his footwork, working on this, working on that. And by the way, Brady had already won a Super Bowl, so he'd already arrived. And he said to my friend, hey, don't tell anybody. He didn't want anybody to know that he was putting in the extra work. Oh, you hear a lot of times, that a quarterback, oh, he's the first guy in the building, he's the last one to leave, maybe in your business. That guy's great, first one to arrive, last one to leave. And some people are transformational like that, but they want everybody to know, hey, by the way, nobody works harder than I do. I don't think that's a a bad characteristic. It can be bad if you need the affirmation that comes with it, but I think it's good for a person to set an example that they are the hardest working person 
in the business and that you're not going to ask anything of anybody else that you wouldn't ask of yourself. But I think it's interesting, and I've always been struck by the fact that at that time in his career, Brady was, you know, was a Super Bowl winner, and that made him an elevated player in the NFL, but it didn't make him what he became. But he said to my friend, hey, don't tell anybody. He didn't want anybody to know he was there. He just wanted to do his thing and let his play speak for him. Let's contrast that, shall we, with the man in the White House. Uh, Joe Biden spent, what, four decades in the Senate? He was elected to the Senate before he was allowed to serve in the Senate. He was elected at age 29. He turned 30, I think, in December, and then he took office in January. He boarded a train to perpetual success because somebody liked him, thought he looked the part, favored him with the campaign money. He got elected at 36-year term, and he had that job forever until Barack Obama needed somebody as a vice president who seemed unthreatening and who had experience or purported experience at things that Obama was not able to put on a resume. And so Joe Biden fell into that job. Joe Biden's faked his success the whole time. He's faking his success now. He's faking his success every time he steps to a podium. Every time he speaks to you, he's faking his success. As a result of the progress we've made, record economic growth, record job growth, faster economic recovery than any other nation on earth, we are better positioned globally than we have been in a long, long time. No, we're not. We're not in better position globally. Uh, uh, Vladimir Putin and Xi Jinping are testing us every day. They will test us after the Olympics, after this dog and pony show of, you know, Beijing superiority plays out with the help of NBC and its family of networks. They will test Joe Biden, and he will tell you that Afghanistan's an extraordinary success. He will tell you that the jobs are great, the economy's great. But that's what's great about Tom Brady, is that he never could fake it. He wanted on the field where everybody could watch and where everybody knew they were seeing what they were actually seeing. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.